whenever I'm about to do something, I think, would an idiot do that? And if they would, I do not do that thing. At the time, I thought it was ciao like goodbye. You know, like ciao, rivederci, sabaro, papa ciao. I'm writing back. So they obviously wanted proof of funds. I didn't have $5 million to bank out. So I falsified documents. <laughs> That's what I do. If you don't write checks, how do you pay these guys? Great cash, homie. <laughs> it was the Pleasure Palace. Yes. There it is. <laughs> yes, the Pleasure Palace. Don't you dare, Isaiah. As long as you close your eyes, it's not bad. Yeah, see, that thing, it got me all up my face. I may have salt in my beard. That's a salt, brother. It's just kind of, it's a really good vibe. And I do come up here for golf a lot. And, and I've golfed some of the best courses, like Pirate's Cove. And So you're telling me the hornier the deer, the more likely he's going to die. Yeah, you know what? You kind of hit it on the head, to be honest. No, God, please, no, no! If anything, we deserve a reward or something, like a trophy. <laughs> is, this, is this where Isaiah finally talks? Yes. yes. Okay. Hello, everybody. This is the Listen Local Podcast. My name is Isaiah Moingen, and we are sponsored by the wonderful Pequot Lakes and Go Lake Sanitation. We got a jam-packed show for you guys today. Thank you so much for listening, and we are joined, as always, by Jacob Blazer and Colton May. And we have a special guest for you as well. We're going to bring him on right away. We have Mr. David Liedel. Thanks, Isaiah. Good to see you again. Yeah, you as well. See you shaved a little bit, too. Yeah, well, you know. Sometimes you got to do it. Got to trim it up a little. Guys, so something happened. I think Jacob probably got mugged and last week's podcast just got burned and melted or something like that. So we apologize. We missed last week, but let's bring everybody up to speed. Uh, Lakes Jam. Yeah, it's been a couple weeks now, but this is our first episode since. And Colton, I'm going to put this one to you. Okay. Do you feel Isaiah lived up to his fangirl hype over Lakes Jam weekend? I do. I do, do too. I, I was just grateful I was there to see it mm-hmm. uh, in person. Everything from the episode we recorded to then Sunday morning. He has one speed when he's at Lakes Gym, and it's just um, full throttle. Full throttle. <laughs> um, the part I'll remember is that jamming out. The first day, he was great. Actually, he helped us a lot the first day. Um, and then it came to the country nights, and um, Isaiah turned into... Isaiah, Lakes Jam Isaiah, it was crazy, you know, taking pictures, the meet and greets, the upfront, the VIP tents, the camping, like Isaiah. I'm talking cowboy boots, tight jeans, to suddenly wearing flip flops and board shorts. Yes. Didn't matter. He was there for it. Mm -hmm. And then the moment that made Isaiah go absolutely fangirl to the most extent you can ever, like a 15 year old at a Bieber concert. I run back right after he met Priscilla Block with his wife. And I said, did you guys hear who the act is for next year, the main act? Nope. Headliner. Nope. And we had talked about it on the podcast, and we do have to give Isaiah his credit. I don't know about a $100 gift card. Isaiah hit it on the head. Isaiah, tell the world who next year's headliner is going to be. Party! You bet your boots, Hardy's headlining Lakes Jam 2023. If you haven't got your tickets yet, get your stuff together, guys. And don't doubt me. I will never doubt All you right, again. All right, good. I'm glad. I honestly did not think. There was two things. If he was as big as you thought he was going to be, I didn't think Lakes Jam would get him. Secondly, I didn't realize <laughs> he was this big. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, why would somebody get... 
why would that be a headliner? And now I've done mm-hmm. my research a little bit. Yeah, like totally he's been, a headliner. He's been opening for yeah. Morgan Wallen like the entire last year. Yeah. Well, that's why you said it, like opening mm-hmm. for somebody else. But as mm-hmm. you said it, like opening for Morgan Wallen isn't like opening for exactly or the wild totally race. Totally different. Wild race. Yeah, like wild yeah. race. Yeah. 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 Kevin, have you it. ever have you ever lakes jammed? You know, I haven't. You haven't. I haven't lakes jammed. I um, David. It's just one of my many flaws. You actually. know, it, it's nothing personal, but that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Well, I was, uh, I've been in, you know, it's overseas on some just various mission trips during those times, you know, helping impoverished youth and things like that. So what does that mean? (laughs) So you're a better person than all of us. Wow. (laughs) Honestly, the truth is I would, I would always be at the restaurant working. Sure. So that there was, uh, there was no chance to take time. So that is a good point because, um, during Lakes Jam, during country night, I had to run to Target quick to grab something and, the line at Culver's was through Menards that night, that Lakes Jam night. Dang. Yeah, it was. And not that I don't think they were doing it slow or anything. Like, they were doing their job well. But that I I've, don't yeah, know if I've yeah, seen. I, I saw the same thing at Wendy's when I was going through. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, seriously. Well, like, they're just slow. Just, Let's just throw it out there. The line was just, un- it was out on to 77. Yeah. It's just the breaking news, Wendy's has pulled their sponsorship from the yeah, podcast. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Last night, somebody was shooting fireworks off in the. That I saw Colton Sturm's little <laughs> yeah. thing. That was yeah. hilarious. So, jeez. Oh man, that, so that kind of stuff doesn't happen at Culver's. Oh no. Wait, you worked at Culver's? Yeah. I oh did, wow. Uh, for for a little bit. Uh, in <laughs> okay. Between uh, in between jobs. In between mission trips. <laughs> yeah. Mission. <laughs> we are, we are going to get into David's story. Uh, uh-huh. Oh my gosh. Lace Jam, though. I mean. I'm yeah. excited for next year. I really am, and I'm excited. I mean, we got great footage. I, I think you guys had a good time. I got to have a little bit of a good time during the Cole Swindell. Uh, whenever we can yep. get be done for the night, it's really good. It's always, you know. always Saturday Let loose. During, after the headliners. I think you made it like two songs, and then I looked at you, and you could just see in your face that you were crashing already. Mm-hmm. Like just Oh, I think it was something else going in my mind at that point, but we won't get into that on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Oh man, Just but no, it was week. fun. It was yeah, a very we long week. Had, had a few nights where a little rain and stuff like that, but the team at Lakes Jam really adapted. And yeah, it was it was a wonderful year. I mean, it always is. But uh, hats off to all those guys to put that event on and everything like that. So glad we could do it. But now we are fast forward. We are post Fourth of July in the BLA. Yep. How was your Fourth of July weekend, guys? Oh. David, that was a well, big, that was a big yeah. Let's go. All right. Well, no, we were talking a little bit about this uh, off air. We won't get into those details, but it's uh, it's fun. I mean, it's a chance to America. Uh, it's fun. Fireworks. Right, uh, USA. For those of us with kids and stuff, you're kind of running around and trying to cram a lot of activities into uh, a short period of time. And, and usually there's there's heat um, and some overtired kids and things like that. And, and sometimes your significant others can be overtired, too. Um, maybe they're yelling <laughs> at you. Maybe they're not. Um, no. Um, this isn't broadcast to anyone, does it? Yeah, no, it's, no, live. it's, it's live. actually <laughs> live right to your wife right now. Yeah, that was, a, and it's going to be the title of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Cassie, oh, that's dear. the title. Oh dear. No, it was good though. The parade was awesome. We did the Pequot parade uh, with the Woodswater float. Uh, that was a, a lot of fun. There was a lot of people. Uh, I'm actually really grateful that the the rain kind of cooperated because I think that's such an important day for the businesses. So we were worried about that, but yeah, it was a it was a good turnout and got some time on the boat. So it was good. A good fourth. Nice. Colton, you and your family, you had a lot of family. Yeah, up here. we had the whole crew here. Um, it's kind of a, a unspoken, unwritten family tradition now at this point. Everybody just shows up on my doorstep uh, <laughs> about July 1st. And then uh, <laughs> I think half of them are still here in town today. But uh, but no, we always have fun. Just get into town and do as many of the, the activities that all these businesses put on as well as the chambers. Um, 
we did not make it out to the Cross Lake fireworks this year, which I, you know, they yeah. were good. I saw it's okay. Were good. I, I can, I can that delete too. that part out of here. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> other than that, we we were all over. We did a lot, um, and then just the simple stuff: hang out at home, golf cart cruises around. Crazy. How is your new just, golf cart? It's phenomenal. That's awesome. I'm excited to see it. Is it like tricked out? It's a work in progress. <laughs> it's a six seater though, right? It is. That's it pretty is. sweet. Yeah. And it's pretty. Yeah. It's, is it a golf cart at that point then if it's a no. six seater? So it's just, okay. no, because I'm like, where are the golf clubs? Yeah. Go? Somebody asked if, if we could take a golfing. I said we could, but then we would need a follow cart with our clubs. <laughs> yeah. That's the clubs. <laughs> a little buggy. Toes <laughs> you just need to do like a hitch on the back with there you go. go. Six there you go. little side cars. Yeah. But no, all, all, all in all, it was, it was a great 4th of July. I, I love, I don't think I'm as pat as passionate about the 4th of July or anything in life as Isaiah is about, um, Lake Sham, Lake Sham, but yeah. I do love the 4th of July. It's just, it's so fun to see Pequot and, and Nisswa just hustling the, the way it is. I mean, the amount of people that come is unreal mm-hmm. every year. It just blows my mind. Well, and the fact that we can feel it was like last Tuesday, all of a sudden, like People I think we ran a random main street, and it was like, oh, like I need to wait for a table for lunch. Like this is. Do you know who I am? What? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like whoa, this is. Sorry, I wasn't. It with is Fourth of July, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's crazy. You just you feel the town start humming, and you know people coming in and just enjoying themselves, and you know starting their vacation. So. What what all did you get to do this weekend? Um, boat boat in on Saturday. We pretty much had the boat in the water from ten to eight thirty at night. We pulled it out just before just before dark and just wonderful back and forth to Ernie's and the sandbar. Like we we went to Ernie's a couple times and I think only one time we were able to get a boat slip. Like otherwise, the whole dock right. system was full. Like otherwise, I just beached it. <laughs> just did you hop <laughs> out? You guys get an invite to the the boat party? Did not. No. Yeah. No. I didn't. No, no, I don't no, remember no, seeing that text message. No. no. It must have. Must the service. Must have been a small. Cool. Was a small. There wasn't room on the boat. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, now what I think of every time when Isaiah says boat. I beached the the boat is um, Hangover Two when they come in very hot at the end. Do you remember that part on Hangover Two? I don't. Yeah, but that's like a thirty five foot Donzi. And yeah, they it just freaking ramrodded up on right. the rocks. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah, he, they did. Yeah, <laughs> he wasn't slowing down until the boat just stopped. No, they let the shore slow him down. So. But yeah, it was great. Uh, I picked up my Traeger last Ooh. week, so I had I think I made like over the whole weekend probably three different racks of ribs, and I made a big batch of smoked queso. Nice. Ooh, phenomenal. You're bit, like the bit. spokesperson for all things. Like American, <laughs> all things. American dream. <laughs> like, oh, we were out on the boat. Yeah. I got my Traeger smoker going. I mean, Ernie's was full. I, yeah. <laughs> I felt like an absolute farm. G walking into Von Hansen's, and I'm like, guys, I just bought a Traeger. I need ribs and your best rib rub. Fill me up. Please. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, we got you. <laughs> Pull a membrane. Yes, sir. So. It was a great weekend, just relaxed, and boat day, Saturday and Sunday, we just hung out at home and played bags and, you know, smoked some meat. What so. about, what were you doing uh, Monday at about uh, 12 o'clock in the afternoon? Well, maybe about 11, 11 would have been a oh, good. 11 would have been good. good. Yeah. I feel like we're going to get a story right here. <laughs> uh, I was uh, occupied. Occupied. Yeah, I was, I was busy at that point, so... Wasn't the parade that day in Pequot? Yeah. Yeah. About oh, that same time. Yeah, what were you guys doing uh, Sunday night at about 2 to, you know, 10 o'clock? Oh, I was at the Nisswa parade. Were you? Yeah, I was helping ding, set ding, up ding. the woods to water for Round Gotcha. Weird, I missed you. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday's parade was awesome, though. I'll interrupt you there because... And... <laughs> 
it, it, it's, it was raining off and on, and then like every other float had like the super soakers. Oh, so I was just like in the back of the float refilling these for all these kids to run around and just spray people, and it was awesome. And you have the, the little spray me, so I just sit there and just pelt them with water. <laughs> it was the best thing ever. Better than like throwing candy at them, and then oh, I could. Gosh. Here's a koozie to dry yourself off. <laughs> Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. Go ahead. Okay, well, here's the situation. I never talk about myself or my business, so I'm going to take this moment to do that because you guys all talked about Wait, what you guys did. What never. podcast do you listen to? I don't. I just... Because every episode you talk about I do. I don't. I think you guys are. I want to talk about me. want to talk about I want to talk about number one. Oh, my, me, my, what a thing. So we have new Jacob's button. So what did you want to say? <laughs> You're so funny. I'm so uh, impressed by your skills. I want to talk about me. want to talk about I want to talk about. You want me to finish that song? Because, yeah, of sure. course, that's like my theme song every time <laughs> I walk into a building. Go ahead, Jacob. Okay. So I am going to talk about me and I'm going to talk about I, and I am going to talk about number one. Oh my, me, my. Wow. Nice save. Thank you. Uh, Opening for already next year. (laughs) (laughs) Jacob. All right. So unfortunately I couldn't be local this weekend because while I was scheduling out a few months ago, I said, of course we can come out to Atlantic city on June 30th. Cause in my head, it doesn't say July. It says June. So I'm thinking, all right, that's fine. Well, for the first time in probably my whole life, I missed the 4th of July weekend. I did make it back in time for the parade, but Sam and I and Fluxy and Noli were out in Atlantic City filming Hard Rock, and we got to see some pretty sick fireworks over the boardwalk, and we got to film a lot, including the Chainsmokers and New Kids on the Block, which New Kids on the Block, they um, still they got new it. Kids they got the it. They're not so new, but they're they not. Nope. They had triple the crowd of the Chainsmokers. Shut up. No, I could not believe what my eyes were seeing. They said that the demographic at a place like Hard Rock and the casino is more of that demographic than it is the 15 to 25-year-old kids. I guess that makes sense. So I was really shocked about that. would just like to thank Hard Rock for having us out. It was a masterful weekend. Masterful. Masterful. We Fluxy did well. I'm excited for the world to see. I was excited to be in one of the birthplaces of America, sort of, because that's where the Declaration of Independence was signed. And you guys can tell me it wasn't the birthplace of America, but I went to Pequot and I said it is. So, Well, technically, Jacob. Here we go. <laughs> and this has to be the one Mr. Leedle's on. <laughs> so anyway, I am happy to be home. Thank you for giving me my three seconds of um, I, me, my whatever. Oh, yep. Got you are welcome. Really glad that you could. And I could not have done it without my amazing team of Sam, Fluxy, and Nolan. They killed it out there. Yeah, Sam's not team. here to back himself up, so I would like to say that. Anyway, what's up? Yeah, wow. Nicely done. Thank you. Uh, let's get into uh, Mr. David Leal. I'll first start off by saying thank you for uh, carving out a time uh, to sit down with us. And we have a lot of things to kind of chat about. We've been wanting to get you on for a while. So first things first, we are Listen Local, and we need to let our guests know our listeners know who our guests are. So, David, just a short little 10,000-foot uh, view of who you are, where you come from, what's your story? How'd you get here today? That's, that's a great question. Probably drove. <laughs> that's true. I'm waiting for the uh, company jet, but uh, Colton tells me, me that too. finances aren't there yet. Um, well, I mean, I, I'm a Pequot uh, boy, I guess. Um, 
somehow though, you know, I don't know if you see what people say Pequot math, but uh, I, I can I can count one plus one. You know, I can do that. Nice. But um, science though, no. So yeah, I, I'm I'm from Pequot. Um, uh, we lived here for a while. Um, moved from uh, the great state of Wisconsin, which we'll talk about later. Uh, we won't get into any football teams or anything, but uh, we don't talk about Wisconsin on this show. No. <laughs> Isaiah tried that once. It didn't Jor- work. Jordan Ura tried it once too. No, nope, that got cut. Wow. So there seems to be a theme. People yeah. really like to talk about. No. Yeah. So um, yeah. So f- uh, graduated from Pequod, um, and uh, my family's had uh, the Culver's restaurants in town for I think since 2003. Um, so we've we've done that. I grew up kind of you know working in the restaurant and the kind of the hospitality and the food industry, and. Uh, Actually moved to Bemidji uh, six years ago to open a, a second Culver's up there. Um, so married my wife Cassie, um, and I've got we've got four kids now. So we were up in Bemidji, uh, loving that, doing that, and we actually um, decided to kind of make a change. Um, so we we sold the restaurant actually three weeks ago. Uh, technically, that restaurant sold. Um, Congratulations! So you, yeah, thank you. Yeah. No, so if you've got if you got any burnt uh, French fries or or over salty burgers, you know it's not, it's not my problem in Bemidji. <laughs> right. We'll take all those maxers. So, and then I had I bumped into kind of Colton a couple times, um, and we got started talking about uh, real estate a little bit. And I've, I've got I've had my real estate license for um, I don't know six, seven, maybe eight years. Uh, so we started talking, and then the the vacation rental stuff kind of came up. Um, it just kind of felt like. Uh, that might be a good transition, a good next step, just with my background kind of in customer service, the real estate, um, and just like my hair, I guess, I have pretty nice hair. So we thought, we thought that would be a pretty kind of a good fit for... Well, I guess I'm never going to be a real estate agent. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, so yeah, it's been a, um, a good transition. There's been a couple of little projects, but yeah, just kind of jumping into that. And uh, it's, been, it's been kind of a fun ride uh, this season and working with just different property owners. And I can talk certainly talk more about about that process and stuff too so yeah you got something isaiah i've got some questions Uh oh oh boy what made you want to like you said you've had your real estate license for six seven years yep get up get ready shots are about to be fired what made you want to get into the rental side of real estate i think there's just something like i think on the um like the real estate side it's still like relationship based um and you're still uh you're working with people but there's a piece too i felt like the rental side of things that felt more familiar to me, more like um, the restaurant business where I think just the way those properties are kind of turning over, you have the guest piece. I mean, cause really we have two customers. We've got the property owner who we're advocating for, but then we also have the guests that are staying in the property. Um, so let's say Isaiah as an agent or something, he gets to work with that property owner, uh, but he doesn't ever get to see like those guest mm-hmm. interactions. And so I really enjoyed that part of it, being able to, that guest comes in and, uh, we had a guest staying at, at the at the getaway. Uh, it was their 60th wedding anniversary. And to like get to have that conversation with people and to talk about like what they're doing in town. We made a reservation for them at Bar Harbor, like, you know, all sorts nice. of stuff. Like, like that was, that was just fun. Yeah. So I liked the part. And I don't think on the real estate side, you'd get to do that quite, quite as much. But Colton, I got one for you. December of, no, probably January of 2018. We're sitting in your office. We both sort of just started our new ventures. From square one, I guess, from the bottom. And you said to me, here. I need photos. I need just generic photos of a bunch of different towns in the area. I've got a project coming. And I said, okay, cool. You know, just like anything, it takes some time. And then you started telling me more about the idea and how it's going to be a different vacation rental business than any other one. Why, after about two years of planning this thing, did you say right now is the time to launch 
book the BLA? Um, actually, it was about four years. Okay. So when when we had that meeting uh, in 2018, I guess we kind of had our blinders on a little about how much work, and David can probably speak to how much work has gone into launching this. Um, I had properties right away. We were we were booking them left and right, and then I just got overwhelmed, and it was just it was not a one man operation, and, and that's what I had at the at the time. So we pulled the plug on doing the rental stuff in the first couple of years. Since then, I've spent another two years just trying to find the right person to take over and, and have we're them still have looking. The vision. Yeah, we're still looking, but <laughs> somebody that has the vision and, and the, the business mindset to just kind of see it through. So, um, you know, David David decided to move back to town was kind of uh, the the blessing I was waiting for. So it was just it, mm-hmm. it worked out perfectly, and, and David's filled that role pretty seamlessly and. Gosh, we're only a few months into it, and you know, I'd like to think it's going really well for for the little time that we've that we put into it. But yeah, I think David too. It's not rentals like it was even five years ago. You know, th- there's so much more that goes into it that I didn't even realize when I'm sitting out and listening to you guys talk at the getaway with with the guys out there. It comes down to um, you can get apps now. You can do everything online. Like that was never a thing before. You can unlock doors sometimes. You know, at c- certain places from your phone. Um, what has that sort of transition been like knowing there's a whole new website that needed to be designed? There's a whole new process now. Then here, here's your key or your keys in a Dropbox somewhere. Well, I think even just like like any business and, and obviously you've started a business and Colton started a business. And Isaiah, I mean, as a realtor, he's, he's got a business too. I mean, like there's so much stuff that goes on like before like mm-hmm. launch date, like behind the scenes. And I think I think just Colton and I working through that stuff and, and Natalia has been a huge help in, in that as well. But that like just trying to get those pieces set up. I mean, it, as simple as like, okay, hey, we're going to use a, a property management software. Okay, well, well what should we use? You know, there's a bunch of companies out there. Which, you know, which one should we use? Which one should we not use? So then actually going through that kind of onboarding process and then you're like, oh, well, we need, we need that, we need this, we need that. And all those things kind of taking time to get those details set up so that when you get to the point where now that property actually can take bookings, you're not like, you know, you're not scrambling or whatever. So I think... Um, the detail piece on it, um, which I think Colton was alluding to, that's um, on the vacation rental side of it. There, there's a, there's a, so much to it. Uh, there's just so many details that have to be lined up right for the final product to be that that guest ultimately gets a fantastic stay at the property, and that you and your property owners get what they want, which is that you know they get bookings, um, and you're you're communicating with them and, and all those things. So there's definitely a lot of you know checklists and details that go into into doing that um, the right way and. You know, we're not perfect either. I mean, so we we find stuff too where it says, "Yeah, okay, let's not do it that way next time." Uh, that didn't that didn't work out maybe the way we wanted to, but yeah. And I think it is those little things and those little steps that that we're paying attention to that make us different. I, I think the service that we provide is is so far above and beyond a traditional vacation rental home. Uh, most people will just say, "Hey, I'm going to Airbnb my place, or I'm going to throw it on on Verbo, and just you know, the rest will just do it do itself." There's, we can speak, uh, it, you, you might not be wrong. You know, those people might not be wrong and they, they probably can get some bookings in and they'll get some guests and, and some of them will be happy. And as long as they're really trying, most of them will be happy. But there's so many steps that we have to take to, and, and systems and processes that we have to put into place to ensure that every guest is happy that I know that there's, there's nobody out there, at least locally, that... That's doing well, this. And that's to Colton's point. I mean, so when we're talking and we're out and about, and we're talking to potential property owners. I mean, that's like, 
in what's our value proposition. That's exactly what Colton's talking about. We're, we're, you know, meeting with property owners and that's the biggest thing we hear is that like, Hey, we, we tried this, right? Like we, we've got a short-term rental or we tried this and like, it was okay for like a little bit. And now it's just, it's overwhelming. There's so many, you know, I live in, I live two and a half hours away or I live in a different state and it's just, I, I can't, I can't physically be there and I can't manage all these things. Um, and you know, I smile and say, yeah, I know it is, like, it is a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. Um, but let us, you know, that's where that value added where we can come in and, and really, you know, be a partner and say, uh, let us do what we do best so that you don't have this burden, right. Mm-hmm. That you're constantly carrying around. You're at work, you're at your kid's soccer game, whatever. And you're thinking about like, I wonder what's happening at the vacation mm-hmm. rental. That's two and a half hours away. I think, I think the biggest thing too, is you mentioned it earlier on those other sites, um, whether it be the VRBOs or whatever it is, um, you don't have the personal experience. You don't have the, Hey, I I booked you guys a reservation at uh, bar Harbor. You know, you don't get that on there. So how Colt, maybe this is more toward you. How important was that when you were coming up with this book, the BLA concept? Uh, It was the most important. And that's, Again, I, I think throwing it online is only half the battle, right? It's just like Isaiah said, the for sale by owners. You could take some crappy cell phone photos and post it and say, hey, this is good. And Jacob, you see this too in, in the, the videography or photography side of things. Like the difference that a professional can do for your business is, is huge. And it is. These houses are businesses. Yep. People are buying these to make money. Mm-hmm. At a minimum, they're buying it to cover their costs. Right. You know, this is a family lake cabin. We want this for the, for my family, the rest of our lives and their lives and their, their kids' lives. Um, how do we make sure this costs us as little money as possible? It's a business for them. Mm-hmm. We we're here to make sure that their business is successful and too many times a for sale by owner or a uh, for rent by owner is going to leave money on the table because they're missing the, the little steps. So gotcha. So now giving away secrets right here. But how is the philosophy of Woods to Water changed since you've added rentals? Are you going into sales differently when somebody wants to buy a home? Are you going into the same? Do you have a different mindset? Like, oh shit, this could be a really good uh, rental. Maybe this is a good Isaiah question I can speak to that as well. I mean, having David on has been an extremely important asset because not only do we have, you know, because I work with, you know, buyers all the time that are looking to purchase for an investment, to purchase as a, a vacation rental, and that's their goal. And the nice thing about having David part of the team and having booked the BLA is that typically within the first couple of contacts, I'm able to set up a, a time with my buyer and with David to sit down and go, Hey, this is what our goal is. David can walk you through. He, he can be the professional on our end that really shows what we can offer. Not only procuring the home or getting that house or getting that lake home or that cabin, also the steps that we'll take after closing to get ready to you know, or, or, or we'll write the offer differently because we know we want to be, you know, hitting the, the rental market within, you know, however many days after closing, stuff like that. So having David a part of that is really, really huge because it's another tool in our tool belt. You know, you're, it's another facet to the Woodstow Auto so, brand is, is just huge. Well, I think that, and, you know, to, to piggyback off Isaiah, I mean, we're people ask, like, who are you working with, basically? I mean, our property owners are two different types of people, essentially. Mm-hmm. They're exactly what Isaiah's talking about. It's an investor, right, yep. who's, who's coming and saying, hey, Isaiah, you know, there's a couple of properties I'm looking at. Uh, can you come alongside me, help make this deal happen? And, and, and we'll get David, we'll get booked the BLA and we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it all up with the boat. So that's definitely, yep. and we've seen a lot of that because of that affiliation with, with, with Swatter real estate is that we, we talk to people like that every day. And then, yeah, the other side, like Colton alluded to is 
I've got this uh, this family cabin that maybe we've, we've owned for a while and maybe maybe the parents are aging or something like that and they need additional help. Or people, what we see a lot is, hey, we've got this cabin. Um, we, we definitely want to use it you know, two, three, four times this summer. But the rest of the time, let's make some money off this mm-hmm. thing so we Absolutely. can pay the property taxes, so we can pay to maintain the property, you know, all, all those things like that. So I think those are really the two buckets. But for yep. sure, those real estate investors, there's, there's more of them out there for sure. I mean, there's I, a lot. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. And I think one, one other hole or, or void that we're filling right now is there's a lot of pushback on rentals. I mean, a lot of, a lot of lake home owners, especially are, couldn't be more against short-term rentals. They think it's a, a public nuisance. They think it's, uh, you know, a detriment to their entire vacation. If there's a loud neighbor next door or somebody sitting at the bonfire, you know, at, at nine o'clock at night or some kids running and jumping off the dock, it's just too much commotion for them. Um, so those complaints have been fielded by the, the municipalities or the county, and then the county or the municipality has to do something. They have to act. They've got an angry mm-hmm. resident. Um, and rightfully so. Everybody's entitled to you know their, their peace and enjoyment of their property. But same argument could be made for that owner and using it how they see fit. But uh, we get to be that, that kind of barrier, that, that conduit between the property and the municipality. We can deal with the county or the mm-hmm. city. We can talk with the with the angry neighbor. We can help the county, frankly, as as rentals become even more and more prevalent, which with you know, David could probably attest to the fact that they're going to continue to be more and more prevalent, especially mm-hmm. as prices are doing what they're doing in the in the real estate world. Um, we get to be there to help the city manage and maintain these and make sure that people are compliant on their rental license, make sure people are paying their, their taxes, their sales taxes, make sure that if there is a lodging tax or some sort of extra fee that's being tacked on there, that all of those things are going where they need to be. Well, can I jump in on yeah, that? Cause like, here'd be a perfect example of this. And this just happened last week uh, in, a, in a property in, in, in Crosby actually. So like, you know, the, uh, we we kind of come in this this wasn't a woods water agent on this one but it's a property owners that are coming in and they're buying a property as an investment um, for a vacation rental and so we got kind of roped in early on in the process so I'm actually there with the real estate agent and the buyers doing a walkthrough this is the first time they've seen the property throughout the state and a septic system comes up and it's like oh you know the septic system is is not compliant. Well, that's where I can come and say, well, hey, I know we're in Crowan County. The only way that you're going to do this the right way and get a license from the county is if the septic is, is, is compliant. So I think like what Colin's saying is that, you know, we're a good advocate and resource for everybody to like, you know, obviously our long term interests are we want to do things the right way. And whether that's, you know, some of the sales tech stuff you're talking about or just educating property owners to say, no, if you want to do this thing the right way and we're going to have renters in this property, well, the septic system needs to needs to be functioning properly. You're going to have, um, you know, you're going to have stuff. Everywhere. For sure. Stuff. Stuff. How fun has it been for you, Colton, to just work with the community owners in this project too, whether it's our buddy Trav with golf cart rentals or Sean with golf cart rentals or the um, maybe it's Lake Fun Rentals or, or um, John Kincaid's one. It's like you, you get to work with so many people you've come to know and, and be friends with um, who also um, own businesses and I think would do the same thing for you guys as well. Yeah. I think it's those relationships that we've built throughout the year and David too, you know, he knows, he knows all the same people from around here. Mm-hmm. The amount of, um, lawn crews, painters, dock companies the, you know, these are people that, that we've supported or grown up with or, or mm-hmm. have known pretty much our entire lives. And the fact that we all get to work 
work yeah. with them. Or, or you know we've been helped them in, teams. yeah we've yeah. been we've been a part of it in the past you know growing up i threw in docks <laughs> every spring and i pulled them every fall and i i could go do it again if i had to but frankly i'm glad that we now <laughs> just get to get to send more business right, their way right. and uh I think it's just a cool experience. Yeah, that's the best part. I, I, that's why I love to be back here. And I know you have the same philosophy too, is just seeing people you grew up with smiling, just working with them and knowing you're helping both your business and their business. And I think that's such a huge plus in, in small communities like this. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Huh. So did we tap out on real estate talk right now? We're, oh, never. Oh. <laughs> Impossible. <laughs> um, so essentially we are book, we are booked the BLA. Some people say book the blah. Book the blah. Oh, it's Got a, it. I think you could say it with like a French. I, book hope, the blah. I hope they don't say that. I think, I, think Colton, <laughs> I heard it at the parade. See, I'm just saying. <laughs> they missed the periods. <laughs> Colton forgot four letters at the end of that, actually. Uh, it's supposed to be blah, E-S-E-R. Uh, there it is. <laughs> hold on. Wait, we can, we can edit that part out, right? Timing is everything. Oh, I'm the editor. <laughs> hey, hang on. Oh, is there any way I we can connect this? I want to talk about me. I'm going to take a little break. Hey, Perk, we're in the middle of a podcast right now. What's up? <laughs> okay, but say hey to everybody right now. Hey, what's going on, my boy? <laughs> hey, I'm actually going to be in Brainerd uh, like on Sunday night. Okay, are you going to stay till Monday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We go, yeah we're like overnighting. Sunday and golfing on Monday. Yeah. Uh, okay, so if you have any time to stop into the office, we're going to get like five minutes of you on the podcast, okay? Or just come and say hi to everybody. Yeah, for sure. Okay, bye. I love you. Okay, bye. I love you. <laughs> I love when shit like that happens. Oh, <laughs> oh scripted, right? Yeah. I want to talk about me, by the way. 100%. <laughs> I, I mean, hey. There. Hey, call me right now. Hey, yeah. Call hey, call me. Hey, look at my one celebrity friend just called me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any friends. Perk's a good guy. If Hey, David, if you would have listened to every podcast, you would have listened to the Perk podcast from last um, year. Who said I haven't listened to every podcast? I don't know. I guess that was off air. I'm probably making stuff up. Oh, oh. Yeah. I said I'd listen to one. One. It doesn't mean I hadn't listened to the other one. Oh, I see. <laughs> Technically. Oh, man. Uh, it's been great. I'm glad we finally got you in. I know you've had a very crazy schedule, you know, both business and personal. It's been, I, I don't, you have wife and four kids it's been a little hectic for you i know over the last couple months so we really appreciate you coming in um it's yeah. been fun it's been fun to see how the, the sausage is made so this um week. that is gonna be a button bar <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man um one other thing so what's the what was the driving factor i mean obviously coming up and being a part of the book to bla team coming from bemidji back back home well, let me think of like I know there's a lot of things, I guess, but Jacob said a little bit, like, part about, like, being, like, back in this area, and, and Bemidji is, like, a small town, too, but um, it, there's just something about, like, being, like, home. And I, I don't know if people who have, and Colton, I know you're in the cities, and I think you were away for a little bit, too. There's just something, like, you're you're away, and you're doing stuff, and it, it's fine. Like, you have a good life. It's not like you're unhappy, but you're like, yeah, but it's not quite, it's not quite home. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we when we got the contract for the Culver's, uh, Cass and I were like, I remember actually we're like, why do we, why do we live here? <laughs> like, um, so when we didn't have the Culver's, you know, we loved it there, but we, when we didn't have that, that Culver's, uh, not tying us there, I guess that connection, it, it became kind of like obvious. Well, our, all our families, uh, in the BLA, um, 
you know, there's Minnesota Trader Co's in the BLA. So, I mean, that was yeah. probably yeah. the biggest. The driving factor. Yeah, I mean, yeah. one of the biggest. Yeah. yeah. I did get to go to the outpost for the first time, oh. by the way. So, oh, yeah. uh, I won't. Uh, that's why I'll have to cut this early because I got to go make some make some money now because <laughs> I just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't Converse, though. You know, I've got some some critiques uh, that I'll email you over just on the. Uh, yeah. Perfect. Send them the to lack management. of custard. Send them yeah. to me. The, the fundamental lack of frozen custard in that establishment was disturbing. By the by the way, guys, uh, every time we have a guest in, you know, they usually bring us a little memento or something. I'm really bummed. I didn't get like a free butter burger coupon today. Whoa. So. On, will, on you. I guess, yeah, you're right. I guess for, for everybody ne- always for wants something time, free. Gosh. Uh, it's in Unreal. my blood. Literally in my blood. <laughs> well, I guess, yeah, when you have me back on for the second time, I'll be sure to bring yes. uh, a day old Butterburger. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is the restaurant even open? Yeah, I guess it is. Well, it's 12 o'clock. <laughs> yep. Oh. There, there was something I was going to say. Colton said this um, um, a little bit ago. He said um, basically that guests, like every guest, leaves happy. It was a comment that you made. And when I was talking about the parallels between like what I what I did with Culver's and hospitality and like book the BLA and, and the concierge, like our our mission statement is every guest who chooses Culver's is happy. So like <laughs> we, we see a lot of that parallel. I mean like literally like this is like pretty much like what I've grown up doing is like how do you how do you make people not make them I guess but set up the conditions so that they they have a good experience and they leave happy and and they're not always going to but that's 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 what we strive for. So love it. I've never. I'm not even saying this because he's here. I've never had a bad Culver's experience. Really? I've had, honestly, probably like a thousand. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're there, and you see the butter burgers not being buttered enough. But oh, gosh. Sometimes yeah. they're just not buttered aggressively yeah. enough. What are you doing? Also, I don't know if I've ever said butter burger. I say, can I just get a bacon cheeseburger, please? Oh, number oh, two. That's unfortunate. I know. So, like, this guy's a first-time guest. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> okay, speaking yeah. of that, we talk about this a lot on this podcast, actually. Butter? Can you tell us one of the hidden menu items on, at Culver's? Oh, man, that's tough because... There isn't like technically really, it's like anything. So like, I mean, I've got people that come in and make BLTs, which I guess is a, a hidden menu item. But like I, I had a guy, it's actually my brother. So a guy that I know, a friend of a friend, um, <laughs> he calls it the Kaiser, uh, but it's a hamburger bun with a pork tenderloin. And then he puts uh, mashed potato and sauerkraut on it. But that's the thing about Culver's is that like you literally can go in there and you could order whatever you want. So, like, I've had people, like, um, I'll take a chicken sandwich, and, yeah, can I have a, a burger on it and bacon, and can you get some peanut butter from the from the Sunday bar and put some peanut butter? Well, it's all cooked to order, so, yeah, sure, whatever. I mean, well, I mean, it's going to cost you, you know, $12, but it's a little weird. <laughs> it's a little weird, and we're going to judge you, but but uh, we could do that. So, yeah, I mean, it's um, from, like, people, my, my grandma, bless her heart, you know, she ordered a cod sandwich, and she'd get it on rye bread, and she'd put ketchup and mustard on it. I mean, what kind of sick person would do that? Your grandma. Yeah. yeah. And she says she can't taste. So I'm, oh, so, well, I'm like, why sense. are you adding all this stuff to it if you can't taste it? Just get it plain. Yeah. My new, my new one lately there, um, I was there last week. I go about once every couple weeks, probably. Bless you, sir. You're, I mean, you. I used to go more, but I'm on this thing called a, um, a diet. Oh, so, I, I lost a lot of weight on the Culver's diet. I, bet you I did. did, yeah. yeah. Twenty thousand steps yeah. a day. <laughs> uh, good. Nice. I wish I he could do that. He doesn't have that part. Although I do steps. twenty. See, I can do twenty thousand steps a day because my legs are so short. So everyone's normal, like seven thousand. We were in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. We were in Vegas. This is true. This is true. Everybody looked at their phones and the 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 Apple Health app yeah. said that Isaiah and I were like fourteen thousand steps or something. You and, and I were day. within like twenty steps of each other. Yeah. <laughs> Jacob looked at his phone and it said twenty thousand. Twenty. No, no, no. Twenty eight thousand. Oh <laughs> something like that. Oh. By the end of the day, it was. It's so funny though because you don't 
really think of that. You should, well, but I, and I pace a lot when I'm on the phone too. So mm, yes. if I have a long phone call, I know I'm getting my exercise. That's a good way to do it. You I know. Could also, you could take this podcast, you know, how you do like on the go at Lake's gym. Yeah. yeah it yeah. could be a walking, a version. walking. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We'll do that Jacob at the next 5k. Steps in yeah. 5K. <laughs> Listen, local 5k walk with us as we talk about nothing. Walk and talk. <laughs> as we talk about. But anyway, the patty melt. That's yes. my that's my jam right now. Yeah. But I'm sort of a plain person. You don't know this. I am not a very six years old. Yeah, I'm not a very. Oh, you have a very uh, sensitive palate. Correct. Uh, so I get the patty melt with no onions, nothing like that. I, I it's everywhere. I do that. So there's actually so there's like two patties. Like a grilled cheese. With so which one burger. do you do? Because there's the, actually the a, rye one. Okay, right? so the Swiss cheese on the yes. so the Wisconsin. Yeah, then there's the yeah. sourdough. On oh the no no, I do cheese. the sourdough. Yeah yeah, I do that. Why? Because it's like a grilled cheese with you just said rye bread. I changed my mind. Oh. See, there's a I'm a, I'm so, I'm sort of Jewish, so I try to do as much rye bread as possible. Gosh. Um and is that is just that trying it? to make his family happy? No, <laughs> I actually <laughs> like my whole dad's side, Canada Jews. But really? um, yeah, and that rye bread's a thing. Oh God, yeah. Oh wow, rye bread with um either corned beef or pastrami or it's a thing called Montreal smoked meat. Dear. Jesus, so good and super sour wait, pickles. Wait, now Jesus, yeah, so Jewish no, Jesus. I know. Is this I like, was, oh, I, I see. I don't gonna, practice Judaism. This is a mixed, meta, mixed yeah. religious I'm, metaphor. Trust me, I'm, I'm sort of, I'm American Canadian Jewish, not Jewish Christian. Is sort of what I'm at right now. Like that. Get yeah. that is there a bumper sticker for that? We and you got little screen. legs and hands, tiny hands, <laughs> manitas, manitas. Shout out to Ruben. Anyway, welcome. You guys are talking about me. Uh, that was my dad's favorite thing. He said, I'm, I'm sick of talking about me. Let's talk about you. How do you feel about me? <laughs> I, I can totally see that, dude. Your, your dad is one of the funniest yes. people in the whole wide world. Oh, He'd come gosh. into the coffee shop all the time. Um, and it would just be, I mean, he never knew. Like, it's a wild card. He, Mr. Lito's walking in. What are we well, going to talk about today? <laughs> well, I said that to Isaiah because he was telling this truck. I remember I said mm-hmm. it to you the other day. I said, you get your truck all fixed. He's like, yeah, I took care of everything. My dad was interested in buying. It. I said, I, you know, if you if you sell this to him, it's broke. It's broken. He'll he'll find you. You know. That. Yeah. He's, like, yeah. he's like, oh yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, That's oh, why I kind of don't want to sell it to him. Yeah. <laughs> well, good thing well, he doesn't listen to this podcast. Yeah. Well, he might. We don't know. I don't think he knows what podcast is. He do, he doesn't know what a so. podcast is. <laughs> he's pretty old now. <laughs> Sixty-five. Yeah. Wow, really? Oh, yeah, he's up there. You've got some older brothers, though. I guess that makes sense. True. Colton and, and I some both. Colt and some younger. Oh yeah. The one, yeah. Henry. Do you know that Isaiah and Henry they're twins? Yeah. Really? Their yeah. birthday is mm-hmm. on the same day. Okay, so sure. were you? Was Henry your age? Yeah. I okay, so this is yeah. this is crazy. We Their all have a little. Was on the same day. We all have a little in our <laughs> grades. Same day, same year, everything. Same, same time? Same everything. Same parents. <laughs> yeah, he missed that part. This is the Jerry Springer version of the Heck show where yes. Isaiah and I are actually long lost. I've been but waiting for this one. Much. The results are in. Yep. <laughs> You are not the father. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Lidl's. Gotta love them all. John. Oh, yeah. William. Yeah, Henry. No, no Christopher. No Christopher. No, he, he's the old one. Yeah, he's pretty old. He's pretty I remember old. watching him in basketball, though. I, I think growing up, though, around time, people would say, like, I think just a mannerisms is probably the same for, for you guys. Yeah. Like, oh, you blends. Are you a moingan? Are yeah, you yeah, a yeah. man? And I always thought, like, so you make it sound like it's a disease. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, right. Oh my gosh, do you have a lead? Like, what did they do? <laughs> I just was talking. <laughs> oh man. So I don't know. It's small towns, I guess. <laughs> Brandon just walked by. It reminded me. You might want to play the button here. This Lakes Jam edit with Jordan and Greta at the beginning is going to be the coolest intro to any video we've ever done. It's very up northy. 
Brandon's truck is getting some serious. And that's why I mentioned, yeah, you're right. Brandon's yeah. truck. That was the whole, yeah, that was we the whole used, thing. I, we used it for the um, the 4th of July parades in Nisqua mm-hmm. and Pequot. Um, yeah, you so many people stopped. And just there was this that. guy like running alongside the truck yesterday during the parade that was like trying to have a full-on conversation with Brandon about like, well, what year is it? How long have you had it? How many miles? <laughs> Yeah, well, I was also running alongside the truck trying to keep up yeah. with Brandon, who was driving 40 miles yeah, an hour. The last, like, four or five blocks, it was he was easily going 15 miles an hour, if There's not nobody behind him. So I was like, where's the rest of the parade? Oh, man. Oh, shoot. Have you guys gotten over to the new Dunmires in the lake since oh, they opened up? Mm-mm. No, I want to. You did? I did. I did. I sat on the patio one afternoon, had, uh, had a little sandwich. Gotcha. And, uh, and a nice, nice cold beer. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, they well, got their tiki bar opened up now. And did they keep the other location open too? Yeah. Yeah. So, so now this is Dunmire's on the lakes. Oh, wow. And then the other one is Dunmire's. It sounds so sad. <laughs> just Dunmire's. Just Dunmire's. Just Dunmire's. Just, just Dunmire's has done very well for itself. They've yeah. They, they have a very, very vast menu and he has mm. continued to do so That's, with the lakes yeah. location. So. How do you guys feel about that? Vast like, kinda, menus? Yeah. It's kind of like. You like. Actually, oh. as a. As a Restaurant owner, do you like having? Oh no, a lot. So okay, so I don't know if you guys, this was, if you were a true Culver's fan, you would. I you know, okay. I, so yeah. we actually at one point had barbecue ribs on the menu. Yes, I remember. Okay, we've had ham and Swiss on rye. Yep. We had hot dogs. We've had steak sandwiches. We have everything, fried chicken. Mm-hmm. So like, as a operations person, and for both like your staff and for the restaurant, that's that's more inventory you need to carry. That's more boxes. That's more that's more training. So you get people in there, and right. now it's like, hey, by the way. We also need you to learn how to make 75 sandwiches. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a lot. It is right, a lot. Yeah. Especially in, a, um, in a, our type of industry where there is a decent amount of turnover. You know, you're not like a chef that's maybe at a restaurant for, you know, four, five, six years, something like that. If you're there for a couple of years and you got to, it, it's just hard to learn, learn that much stuff. So, Have you ever had um, customers disappointed that you added something, but it really isn't for you? Like I've had here. Um, I, I'm going to tell you a story. Just from... Oh, from here gosh. at um, my favorite Minnesota Traders Co. of all time. So here's the situation. Oh my goodness. My palate, as we've mentioned earlier. Exquisite. It's not. Um, <laughs> I love macaroni and cheese. Okay? I love mac and cheese. What? Minnesota Traders expanded their menu, which after, by the way, I understand how I sound right now. So just so, <laughs> just so everyone knows. But do you? M- mac and cheese comes on, but as a kid's option. Okay? Well. So, as everyone knows here, I am a big kid. I should have... Tiny hands. Tiny hands. I, yeah, see, I, sh- I should have Money accessibility to that. Have there ever been people that come in and want to get a kid's menu item that you've told them no? Oh, you Adults. Were, you were denied service at Minnesota No, they told me I needed to pay more because I'm not a kid. <laughs> what? <laughs> it says it on the menu. <laughs> well, so... Well, fine. The, 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 the honest answer? Or yeah. I'm lucky because I'm... I might delete I this part. I don't know. Colton okay. might throw me off the balcony a little <laughs> yeah. bit here, but you uh, know, so, I, I'm so not. no. In our line of business, we're not allowed really to say no to people. So hmm, yeah, interesting. Pretty much. No, you can't say no. But we it says twelve. <laughs> it says twelve and under. But I tell you what, fifty percent of the kids meals that we sell are people that are sixty five plus. So okay. Um, uh. And I could say, I know you're not 12. Yeah, it's okay. Maybe I they're I, buying it for their grandkids. I found ways That's around true. it. Yeah, buying I, it, eating it. <laughs> well, Jimmy didn't want to eat it, so I just had it. I had my friend's kid come in and order Jimmy it for me the other day. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I've found ways around it. That's but why, so Cassie loves mac and cheese. Well, she so can't I get it. I was going to make fun of you. I was going to tease you about it. And I was like, well, if I tease Jacob, then I'm like making fun of my wife, which, yeah, which I apparently already did. Yeah, but it's Jacob, so though. It's this mac and cheese is good. This mac and cheese here is very good. Is it, it's like gourmet mac and cheese? Mm, yeah, you could say. I'm not, I am not. I don't really like gourmet. No, it's more. So not gourmet. No. So it's, it's not little. Crap. It's not regular little tiny craft ones, it's, but it's very good. It's made for kids. It's made for kids. Um, so kids love it. Kids love it. <laughs> I love it too. And Jacob loves it. Well, now we know what to, you know if the outposts if it stays seasonal and, and they're looking for a seasonal idea we can it can be a, a mac and cheese bar for kids. I remember the days. Sounds great. I I remember the days, Colton, when you'd before this place opened and you'd come in and you'd say, here, taste this. What do you think? Now you actually add one of my favorite foods down there and I can't even taste it. How do you feel? I think if I was, I've been dreaming about adding like a lobster mac and cheese oh. or, a, Brisket mac and or cheese. a lobster roll to the menu. Mm. Maybe both. Mm. But okay. it, I think that the mac and cheese is like the donuts. It's the vehicle to do all these gourmet exactly. kind of things. And that's the exactly. bowl. Ooh. It's just the vehicle. Yeah, see, I like I, that. But then I think I'm just going to hear Jacob piss and moan even more that the well, wrong toppings are in the mac and cheese. And you can you just need, ask me. Like lobster mac say, lobster mac sounds bomb did you garnish this with parsley <laughs> oh I, parsley. I always ask for nothing on my stuff by the way <laughs> give me a breakfast sandwich that is a breakfast sandwich for a four-year-old and i'll be happy a lot of people love you like don't get me wrong what my kids I, eat because i don't think you would i no, don't know if you would, you would yeah, like what i know I, what your children, guys' diet was my children years. eat better than you do Good for them. <laughs> I had a gogurt this morning. <laughs> my, my children have never had a gogurt. How <laughs> much processed sugar is in those? <laughs> Uncrustables, man. Give me mac and cheese and Uncrustables oh, no. and a gogurt for the breakfast in the morning, oh, and we're my. set. Goodness. Dang. What, look what happened in Vegas when I had a fancy meal. I got sick, and I'm still yeah, sick. You did. That's what happens. I can't eat. I'm still stuck on the mac and cheese. I think I think we just uncovered some gold. Okay, uh, we went to uh, <laughs> Bar Harbor last week for dinner, <laughs> and they did. I almost ordered it, but my somebody we were there eating with ordered the bone marrow mm-hmm. appetizer. Yep, and it was pretty good. It, it's not bad. It's weird though. It's a little. It's, it's a little weird. I needed to like like spread it on there like like butter, but then I added the garlic. Yeah, roasted garlic on it, and that made it yeah perfect. It is it weird. Was, it was weird. Hasn't that animal been through enough? Scrape its bones clean. It's bone marrow. Oh, gosh. Well, I could tell you about the best vegan dish I had recently, if you'd like. I really don't care. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and that's all the time we have. <laughs> and that's well, how about the fact Isaiah said he almost ordered mac and cheese off the menu, and Jacob, you missed it. Yeah, it but was it wasn't normal. on the kids' menu. Well, it's okay. Is it? Yeah. How do you, I had the best mac and cheese at Lakes Jam. There was a barbecue truck there, and oh, they had nice. brisket, pork, and uh, chicken that added to it. And it was one of those things where it was like, you can do either, like any of these three. And I was like, I'll take the mac and cheese with everything. And she's like, what? And I just nodded my head. You heard me. Yeah. <laughs> Every, okay. Everything. So she's like, it's going to be like $18. Okay. And? Like, this is phenomenal. <laughs> Since we're on the topic of food, um, quick question: food all the time. Is medium too done for a steak? Yes. 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 So the guys, we're at this fancy steak. Actually, we're at this restaurant the other night at Hard Rock, and they gave us a nice little credit, which was nice because then I didn't have to spend my own money. Which, of course, okay, me free. So back up, just so I'm clear on the story. Mm-hmm. You got comped Correct. or significantly discounted Correct. meal. Correct. Okay, go on. At this fancy Italian yep. restaurant. Yeah. No, I got that. 
I ordered their Wait, special that night. Italian? Yeah. Their, Steak? Their, ship, their special that night was a surf and turf um, with asparagus, which surprisingly, I love asparagus. Okay. Um, especially grilled. So the guys were giving me crap because last time we went to a steakhouse and I ordered lobster mac and now this time we're at an Italian restaurant and I ordered steak. Um, steak. Mm-hmm. The lady gets to me and she's like, how do you want your steak? And I said, uh, medium well. And she looks at me and says, oh, we don't do that here. And Fluxy looks at me and says, leave. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, well? I, I, Disgusting. See, I like my cheeseburgers, a hockey puck. I, I put a bunch of stuff on the top of it. So that's sort of, so I'm thinking I don't eat steak a lot, but I'm going to be fancy tonight. Also, funny story. We got comped X amount, which there's no way we should have gone over this amount. Okay. And we get the bill and it's like, we have to pay, end up paying like 50 bucks out of our pocket. But it's like, how the heck did we get to that number? Which mm-hmm. then I realized we had, I had a few drinks, they had a couple bottles of wine mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Sam looks at me and says, I said, how the heck did we do that? He's like, do you know what your meal cost tonight? He's like, for the, I said, it was the special. It couldn't be too much. He's like, your meal alone with your drinks was $212. <laughs> and he butchered it. Yeah. And yeah. yeah you, and I, oh, I thought it was great, wow. but I, I could only eat half of it because there was a lot of shrimp on it, which is shrimp is bomb. It was a little overcooked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they ate it, though. They, they thought it was great. See, I, I would have loved So I really wanted ranch with it, but I was embarrassed to ask for that be. after they, they really called me out. Yeah, I mean, so well, I'm so glad I wasn't there. I like rare. I, I would have hit him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know. medium rare at yeah. least, but rare as long as it's not. Some people take rare and they take some liberties with that. Yeah, and I'm like, well, that's actually not even. Yeah, it's not even like that's, cooked at all. Yeah, that's no, not really rare. That's it's raw. still ice cold. Yeah, yeah. well, that's yeah, how it's cold and more like a Jello substance. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm usually like, no, this is too. No, you asked for it rare. Yeah, yeah, not raw, buddy. That's <laughs> how our friend and uh, woods water agent Maddie likes hers done, and I saw her. Steak one night. Like, I want a blue. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's yeah. literally almost tartare. Like I, it's charred on the See, outside. But that's what's weird is I. Yeah. I don't mind tartare either. Yeah. I don't. I don't oh. mind beef. Yeah, I've had. Tartar. I've had tartare. That's good. Oh, Especially with the little egg on top. Ooh, I'll take yeah. the egg, but that's it. It's a so, raw. So you want egg? I like raw. Egg. Oh, raw cracked egg. Oh, I thought you meant like a hard boiled egg. No, <laughs> set on top. <laughs> a hard boiled <laughs> egg. Deviled egg. Done to its fullest again. <laughs> oh man. Can you fry this, please. Uh, Oh, well, goodness. we're getting a little off track, which is we never um, do that. Yeah, that's that's part yeah, of the course. Let's wrap this thing up and go open this new restaurant that we're all talking about. Yeah, heck yeah. It yeah. also has has gourmet hot chocolate too for the winter time. We do. So it's got the oh, mac and cheese and then gourmet, and then indoor has indoor fireplaces. This new restaurant. This new place. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, where we're going or yeah. what we're starting here? Okay, yeah, cool. yeah, because you got to warm up. We have two owners of of restaurants and and bars and coffee shops, and I think we could make with my menu something phenomenal for the kids. For the kids. Yep. For the kids, we could just call it just for kids. Just, huh? Might have huh? some naming rights yep. issues oh, there. What is that? What that's a biz, That's a restaurant already. Uh, um, Isaiah, Jacob, it was great to be back. David, thank you for coming in. Thanks for having me, Colton. I think this is the most you've ever talked on a podcast. That was pretty pretty nice. So, well, we we finally got to talk about his baby. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Blah. I'm I'm happy. <laughs> I've been waiting for this episode. Actually, can we have a day where I get to be Jacob and I just get to talk about myself? You better have four Absolutely. Red Bulls before you sit down. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, uh, but I, we would not. We'd be remissed. Is that what you're yeah? That's it. Yeah, we'd be remissed uh, if we did not wrap this baby up by talking about our wonderful sponsor, Pequot Lakes and Go Lake Sanitation. I don't care if you're 
in Baxter. I don't care if you're in East Skull Lake. I don't care if you're in Nisswa. You could be in Jenkins. You could be in Breezy. You could be a vacation rental. If you don't have a red or black can sitting outside your house and it's full right now because of the weekend, you're doing it wrong. Doing it wrong. Call Peacock Lake Sand, call Lake Sanitation, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, David, for joining us. And thank you for listening to the Listen Local Podcast. Mm-hmm.